Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about Hawaii vacation planning tips for families with young children. This is an important topic because a lot of you are planning for these summer vacations in Hawaii, and I get a lot of calls from people with young kids and how to handle that. So I'm going to be talking about that, things that you need to remember, and I'm also going to get into some things that you can do safely with these young kids, like you know, two, three, four-year-olds, or maybe you have a two-year-old and an eight-year-old. They're different age levels, so how do you get everybody on the same page, and what do you do about that? So I'll be talking about specific activities too as we get through the big show we got a lot of news that i want to talk about i haven't been doing the news lately i don't know why i just haven't been (laughs) and uh we've got a lot of ground to cover of course this podcast is brought to you by hawaii aloha travel we're in hawaii we're hawaii's experts we're not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or you know somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. We're Hawaii Aloha Travel, hawaii-aloha.com. Just give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. Advisors are standing by right now as you're listening to this, unless it's like the middle of the night here, in the middle of the night, we, we're not here, we're sleeping, but in general, pretty much uh, there's always somebody here to help you. You can uh, get over to our website, fill out one of our Hawaii vacation planning tools, and we'll get you started, we'll get you a great price, but more importantly, the most bang for your buck and get you going on your Hawaii vacation. All right, the big news this week was that Holly Mau Mau Crater at Kilauea Volcano has erupted again, and this gives you an opportunity to actually see lava. It was dormant for a little while, but this is just a spectacular site. We just did a whole blog on it, so and we have a lot of visitor tips there, so please just head over to our blog. Jamie did a wonderful job putting it all together and things that you need to remember, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog, and you'll see that information and all the latest stuff about that. Uh, interesting news from uh, Alaska Airlines. They announced a new uh, nonstop daily service between Seattle's Everett Painfield County Airport to Honolulu. And this is, I guess, a northern northern part of uh, Washington, you know, that near that area. And so that's going to begin November 17th. So this is going to give us an opportunity to get people. And this, I, I, apparently this airport, I'm not familiar with it, but this airport I've been told is uh, a little smaller, a little nicer. They have some beautiful facilities there and it's going to be great for people coming from that area. So Alaska Airlines is taking advantage of this route. And right now they got a special going on. I saw rates for 149 bucks from there and also a lot of incentives to get people to start booking there. And this is going to be a regular flight. So hopefully this is going to help you guys in the Seattle Everett area. Uh, where is that? It's it's somewhere up there. I think it's northern northern Seattle or something. But anyway, you'll figure it out. You can Google it and check it out. Another thing that's going on, and this just goes to what we've been telling you that's been happening in Hawaii, is that You can't just come here and wing it and expect to get to some of these parks and attractions that are now restricting visitors. And there's a new law that officials are hoping that community-based nonprofits can control the number of visitors to some of these parks in Hawaii. Uh, Governor Green signed this bill, and it's, uh, it's really modeled after what 
has been going on at Hyena State Park. Now, they've had this in place for a while because so many people try to go up to Hyena. This is on Kauai, by the way, all the way up there, and it just gets overcrowded with people. And so they actually only limit 900 people a day to go there. And this has been a very successful kind of pilot project. So now they're going to roll this out. And this law that was passed is going to enable these community organizations to get involved and set up these new rules and these restrictions to manage. Visitor management is what we're focused on in Hawaii a lot. And this is just kind of just kind of sets a new paradigm really for you to come to Hawaii. It's not just and that's why you need us. You know, give us a call. Because we don't want you to make these mistakes, uh, you know, coming here and not having the plans and not knowing where to make the reservation and not making them properly or doing it the wrong way. It just, can, you know, it just complicates an already complicated destination, which I think you're finding that out if you found me. <laughs> You've dug real deep. So, you know, it just gets to, it just gets to be a loop, you know, like a, a, an information loop that never ends. So please keep all of this in mind. And this is something that we... Um, in Hawaii are trying very hard to do is to manage these natural resources and protect them as well. So hopefully you'll do that. Um, uh, another thing that came in is I got an email from, uh, let's see, her name is Vicki. Vicki, thanks for the email. And I think I'll start doing this. If you have some questions or something, you can just email me and I'll try to talk about it on the, on the podcast. Sometimes I'll just you know, if it's just a quick question, you know, you can just email me, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. I'm happy to try and help you. Ultimately, I'd love to have your business, but, you know, I understand that this is a very competitive uh, arena we're in. And really, I, I do want people to have the best experience as possible. So if you write to me, give me a shot at your booking, let me book it for you or try to help you book it, uh, hopefully earn your business uh, or answer your questions. So just email me and I'll, I'll try to do it. But uh, she's been listening for a while to the podcast. And she says that she's not coming here until uh, 2025, which is a long ways away. Who knows where we're going to be in 2025. But I guess she's one of the things that she's concerned about is betting. And this does come up a lot. Don't worry. You know, most of the properties are going to have two double beds at minimum or two queen beds. Queen beds are a little bit harder to find, you know, if you need a little more room. Um, typically, it's just not a problem to have two beds. Um, she's going to be... And the other thing that she's concerned about is... And this is what we do as travel agents here. And um, it, it's... Let's say you have people coming from two different cities and you're going to come over, over the water to Hawaii. What we like to try and do, we always do this just automatically, is we try to connect you to a common city before you get here, if it's feasible. Sometimes it just costs too much money to do it. But if there's a hub in between where you're coming from, always we're going to try and do it. Uh, she's uh, coming. They have uh, Philadelphia and another person in Columbus. I would have to check, but I'm pretty sure we could probably find a common you know, a common uh, stop where you would you would then get over here over the water. We try to do that, so that that's no problem. Uh, she's also talking about the things that she wants to do. She wants to spend a day at Pearl Harbor, and then Maui for male uh, whale watching. And uh, but she she hears me too, and I and I think the internet is 
is telling people Maui and Oahu, Maui and Oahu, Maui and Oahu, but she hears me talking about Kauai because I do talk about Kauai a lot, and she's wondering if Kauai should be in the mix. Well, I don't know. I would have to talk to you more about it, but certainly Kauai is a nicer contrast, in my opinion, between either doing Maui and uh, Maui and uh, Oahu. I think it would be better to have Maui and Kauai or Oahu and Kauai. That's just, I just think a better contrast between islands uh, gives you a little bit more of an immersive, a different kind of feel for each of the islands. But I know that, you know, it's hard for me to get you guys to listen. I mean, she's talking about, I mean, I just did the podcast uh, last week about how everybody's following the flock and to get out of your comfort zone. So um, my advice to you, Vicky, is don't follow the flock, follow Aloha Bruce. <laughs> Give me a call. Let me make let me let me make, create an out of a box experience for you at some point. Um, also, she's talking about it being an expensive trip. Five K for everything. You know, five K for everything uh, per person or or total. I don't know that you can do five all this stuff for five K to islands. Um, you might want to just pick one island. That's that's a very low budget. Uh, thinking ahead for 2025. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about the challenges you're going to face if uh, you have a, f- a family with small kids. Now, being uh, an old guy like me, I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like to have kids, but I talk to a lot of families and I am immersed, if you will, in helping folks plan these things and also talking to them about the type of activities that they're going to do when they're here. You know, I want to start with a few just like reminders. Now, a lot of this stuff, I'm sure you know, you, you, you're very protective of your family. You have kids. You've probably gone on vacation. But, if, but just to have these things, these little reminders, because we see people in Hawaii and people with families kind of breaking these, these rules, if you will. You know, because safety is like the number one thing that you need to do. You need to remember. Now, Hawaii itself is a family destination. That's a given. You know, this is a place that is super family friendly, but we are surrounded by oceans and water and there are a lot of crowded tourist spots. So, you need to teach your kids a little bit about ocean safety. You need to keep them very close by. Sun protection, of course. You want to make sure that the sun protection is the spectrum that is allowed here that doesn't damage our coral rocks. You don't, You want to protect their delicate skin. I know that you know a lot of these things. Just I just really want to make sure that you understand that these water activities, there are a lot of them. There's swimming, snorkeling, surfing, even that your kids can do at a very young age. Even a three-year-old can get it. I'm going to talk about some of that. But uh, make sure that they have the basic swimming skills, that you're not just, you know, throwing them in the water, obviously. I know you wouldn't do that. The other thing is like beach etiquette. I can't tell you how many times kids just get out of control on the beach. There are a lot of people here. You know, it is very annoying, and especially at pools uh, where your kids just get completely out of control and they're, they're, there's just, you know, no etiquette or, or um, empathy for the other people around you. Um, try not to disturb any of the wildlife. Kids can't go up to turtles and, and seals. Any of the wildlife, just stay the heck away from it. Just be respectful of other beachgoers and please uh, take care of your Apollo. You know, the, the trash, make sure that you follow the posted signs. These are all things that I know you probably know about, but I just can't do a 
a program like this, a podcast like this, without mentioning some of these basic things. Also, you know, we're going to help you with these accommodations. Accommodations is always a challenge. Let's say you have two adults and three kids. How do you handle that? Or maybe you got five kids and two adults. You know, typically... It, that becomes a challenge because it can be much more expensive if you have to do hotel rooms. So we have to consider all of that. And this is another thing that we help folks with all the time, trying to get in, trying to get in budget when we when it's so expensive to come to Hawaii. And all of you want to go to Maui. It's like Maui, Maui, Maui. And, you know, it just, Maui, Maui, Maui is expensive. That's why, because the internet is telling you to do it. Um, I just did a little bit of a post about Maui. I want to talk about it maybe in depth a little bit more, but there's a lot of pushback. Even Fodder, uh, Fodder's Magazine just last year but it says, don't go to Maui. <laughs> um, Christine Hitt uh, over at the uh, San Francisco, uh, what is it, SF Gate, just did a whole piece of not going to Maui, you know, and I, you know, I have to say there's some valid points about that, but that's just a whole nother podcast. So when choosing your accommodation cons- accommodations, make sure you consider these family-friendly resorts. A lot of these resorts, if you can afford them, have great kid programs, and they they're so much fun and it also gives you a little bit of a break to enjoy your vacation a little bit um there's also you know there's also a lot of things that you know you need to do with regard to snacks and hydration and keeping kids you know keeping kids happy uh, with their bellies so you know you don't want any of these hunger meltdowns you know that occur that i see happening sometimes when i go out and i see pack the the snacks and the healthy snacks and all that stuff that you you do and make sure that you know the other thing that i think affects kids is is the time zone i don't know that their adult circadian rhythms are quite the same as ours i don't know that they can just look at the clock and psychologically go back but remember that we have this time change and that's that's going to affect, you know, your 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 routine in a bit. So make sure that you adjust your time. Remember that Hawaii never goes on to daylight savings savings time. So that's something to also keep in in mind. And also, you know, mosquito protection stuff like that. And I think it's really important now that we talk a lot here about Malama Hawaii protecting our 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 aina here that you teach your sister your, your kids a little bit about Hawaiian culture or um, maybe um, even some appreciation of the local Hawaiian words, maybe, you know, that they, and maybe have some fun with that, you know, and some of the phrases and some of the things that we say. So that would be, I think, something that you want to kind of put up high on your list of things to remember. So those are just some of the things that I just, you know, put together just to remember before you get here and you got these kids. But let's talk about things that you could actually do with, let's say you got a two and an eight-year-old or just little toddlers. There's a may, you'd be surprised how many things you can do with these kids. Um, there's, you know, on Oahu, you can, pretty much anybody can go on the sandbar tours. So that's a good one. That's a lot of fun for kids, all ages. Uh, two-year-olds can go very young, you know, from two and up, uh, two to eight year olds. Uh, another thing that you can do is, of course, you can do the luau's. All the luau's are open to kids, dinner cruises, things like that. Pearl Harbor on Oahu, Polynesian Culture Center. These are all kind of touristy things, but, you know, those are the kind of things you do when you have kids. Um, Kualoa Ranch, you can actually do. They have the secret beach. 
which is kid fr- totally kid-friendly, and that's a good one. Uh, we have glass-bottom boats. That's a great thing. That I think all the islands uh, have it. Uh, glass-bottom boats are great for little kids and also gives you an opportunity to look deep down into the water. There's also the Dolphin Quest. Um, the Dolphin Quest program in Kahala and also at Sea Life Park where they can do an interactive experience with a dolphin. They can go swimming with a dolphin. It's a, it's a controlled situation. So keep that in mind. The other thing is that the, these things that I'm talking about are also good for geriatrics, older folks, or people that are limited, have limited uh, abilities or mobility or whatever. You, this might be good for older folks as well, some of these things that I'm talking about. Over on Maui, like Molokini Snorkel, you can do it with the little kids. That's no problem. Again, they have a a cool semi-glass-bottom submarine there on Maui, which people are telling me that the kids love it. I don't know if they have the little train going, the the sugar cane train, if that's still going or not. i got to check on that, but that would be another one uh, that I'm thinking off on the top of my head. How about this? How about getting the little kids in the water to do a surf lesson. It's very doable. It's very doable on Maui. Uh, The Goofy, it's called Goofy... Goofy Surf School or something it's called. Uh, that's one of them that I remember that's very popular, and you can do that with them. Also, of course, the Maui Ocean Center. This is a wonderful place for kids of all ages. It's uh, like an aquarium, and you can go there and enjoy that. Also on Oahu, there's the, the, the aquarium, the zoo, all of that. I forgot to even mention that, but those are real popular for the kids. And, uh, and I would say that just in general, Oahu and Maui are the most kid-friendly and you'll have the least time problem finding fun things to do for all ages here on those two islands. Uh, but, you know, on Kauai, you know, there's things like the Smith Family Cruise, uh, the Smith River Cruise. Anything on the Wailua River is very safe for kids. You know, you can go on a kayak tour. You can uh, do that Smith's River Tour. There's a Wailua River um, special thing. There's also this waterfall swim that you can do that I've booked for some of my clients with little kids. That works out fine. Uh, of course, any of the private tours and any things that you do on your own, this is um, you know just separate from paid activities, but any of these drives, like driving to Haleaka, like going back to Maui or even Oahu, any of these day drives, which I can help you with, you can take a nice day drive by yourself with the kids, with the car seats, whatever, and do wonderful day trips and see beautiful things just on your own. But I'm talking about paid activities, you know, ones that you're, you're trying to plan in your itinerary as you think of this for your family. Uh, pretty much that's it. Uh, of course, as you get, if you have older kids, there's a lot more to, like eight and above, are, there's there's a lot of lot more stuff to do on Kauai, uh, but I'm try, I'm really trying to focus here on the little ones. When you got little baby, you know, little kids, toddlers, on the Big Island, lots of stuff to do there, but not as much as you know as as the other two islands I was mentioning. Captain Cook. Uh, you can go in that area. They have a snorkeling tour um, that's very kid friendly. Helicopters, you can do helicopters. Uh, some of these helicopters will allow the small toddlers. You got to be careful with that on the Big Island. Stargazing is something you can do. It might not. It might be a little too much for little toddlers, but it can be done. And we've done that in the past. Of course, uh, there's several uh, Volcano National Park tours. We talked that uh, talked about that at the top of the podcast. How 
Hali Mau Mau crater at Kilauea is going off. Uh, you can see lava. It's open 24-7, and you can drive up there, and, of course, you can do that with the little kids as well. Any of the tours with guides, private tours with guides in general on any of the islands will accommodate young children. I know our, our uh, sister site, uh, Secret Hawaii Tours, we accommodate kids all the time, provide the car seat, and... It works out just fine, and you don't have any problems. The private tours are better, you know, if you got the little toddlers, because it's a little more controllable. You don't have to worry about other people, obviously, uh, there with you. Um, you can also do uh, surf lessons on Kona, by the way, and lots of snorkeling and water activities. So just those are some ideas for you, and hopefully this is some information that's going to help you out. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Also, give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. We only do Facebook and Twitter uh, for social media, so please reach out to me there at those two verticals. I can't handle any of the others. It's just too much work. (laughs) It's the same crap posted on all the places anyway, so just go there if you really want to interact with social media. Uh, What else did I want to tell you guys? That's about it. Um, thanks for tuning in for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo. <laughs>